started uh, my nursing career in Greenwich Village, New York City, over 40 years now, and um, worked in many types of uh, hospitals and um, a healthcare system, uh, hospitals within that system. Health literacy and communication and culture and language have always been, you know, very important to me. And I kind of pulled that thread through everything that I, I've done, no matter the role. And prevention goes along with that and wellness because we need to meet people where they are and it's kind of all integrated. So I guess in 2014, I decided like, what am I going to do now when I grow up kind of a thing and decided to take the leap and launch my own consulting business. Welcome to A Nurse First. This is Terry Ann Parnell telling her own A Nurse First story. I have many um, healthcare professionals in my family, immediate family, nurses, physicians, nurse practitioners. So um, even though I wasn't at the bedside during COVID, I heard everything that they all went through. And so I decided to kind of pivot, which I've done throughout my career, and launch uh, TAP Wellness Coaching, which is wellness coaching specifically and only for healthcare professionals and nurses. The reason I started TAP was to really um, finally do what I've been doing for myself and informally for nurses and friends, you know, over the years. And they would always say, you need to do this. You should just do this instead. And it was always the time, but I was so busy with my other business that um, I couldn't, with COVID, we had that opportunity to kind of relook at everything, pause, reflect on what we were doing. And um, I said, I'm going to you know, take my hobby, what I've been doing for years for myself, my family, friends and colleagues, and, uh, you know, launch the business. Nurses deserve to have permission to take care of themselves, just like they do everybody else. I see, you know, when people care for themselves, it makes such a difference. So that was why. And I just feel like at this time in my long nursing career, my journey, that I really wanted to give back. So I feel like I'm coming like full circle now. Terry officially launched TAP Wellness Coaching at the beginning of 2022. Fully understanding the healthcare environment from her lengthy career, she designed her program to specifically address the unique challenges nurses face with the goal of helping her clients create long-lasting healthy habits. Many wellness programs talk about movement and food and sleep. But not many talk about resilience or have a certain, you know, focus on self-care. But that's what is important to nurses. So that's why I structured it that way. There's that saying, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. Um, so I, I always have felt that we need to take care of ourselves first so that we can be the best person, whether it's a nurse, a mom, a spouse, a sister, um, and if we don't take care of ourselves, we don't have that resilience and we don't have um, the ability to be objective and, you know, be able to care for others. And I think it's really important for nurses to figure out how to have work-life, I like to say harmony, um, instead of work-life balance, because I don't believe in balance. There is no such thing it's, to me that I always have a picture of um, that scale, you know, that you're trying to weight it so that it's perfectly balanced and one side isn't, you know, dropping more than the other. 
but I think harmony is really more appropriate, um, certainly for healthcare professionals. Um, so how can you, you know, really go to work, be your best self, feel good, feel energized, feel excited, find the joy again in, in nursing, but then also come home and be able to disconnect, you know, regroup and do all the same things that you need to do for your family. It reminded me recently of that, the football player that had um, that sudden death experience and how all I heard or read was, you know, how devastated the viewers were and everybody, you know, how it was so hard for them to go back, right, after that, which is, it is very hard. Um, and they did the right thing by, in my opinion, by not playing the rest of the game. But healthcare professionals, nurses deal with that and may experience a similar type thing with a patient and then are expected to continue on with their other patients that same shift and then go home and make dinner and do whatever else they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, nurse, we need to really care for ourselves and um, reflect and build that resilience and so that we can find that harmony in life and be healthy, you know, otherwise something's gonna give. The most important lesson um, that I've learned about self-care is no one else can do it for you. You know, you've got to prioritize it and you have to make that decision to do it and stick to it. Nurses, you know, have an amazing ability, ability to care for others um, and give so much, which is a positive and a negative because they don't, I will generalize, which I try not to do, but nurses are not very good about taking care of themselves. You know, they put everybody else before them. They don't prioritize themselves. They'll take care of their patients, their neighbors, family will be calling, asking advice, everybody else. Um, but their, their self-care, you know, it's essential. So I think it's extremely important. Like I said, for everybody, but nurses and healthcare professionals with the environment that they're dealing with and the stress and the high acuity, um, even more so. So there's many strategies that can help nurses um, maintain their self-care. So self-care is so individual. For some, it's you know going out for a run. For someone else, it's just sitting and meditating. It's writing in a gratitude journal. It could be cooking. It could be dancing to music in, the, in their home. Everyone is so different. But the key is scheduling it, you know, every day. And it could just be a few minutes and sticking to it. That's really what TAP is all about. You know, it's figuring out what each nurse can do for themselves so that they can be more resilient, feel healthy, feel energized, you know, um, find that joy in their work so that they can, you know, live a happy, healthy, harmonious life and care for themselves the same very way they care for everybody else. TAP is structured so that it's a 12-week program. There's group coaching and then there's one-to-one -one coaching. Both are 12 weeks long. Um, in the group program, you, we also build community. So we keep it to small groups um, and we have five pillars in the TAP wellness coaching program. Those are enjoy food, move more, sleep soundly, build resilience and practice self-care. So what we do um, in the beginning is we do a pretty thorough um, intake for each person. Um, we have a one-to-one -one call, even though it's a group coaching program, and we reflect on the intake that 
I've received together. We co-create goals for each pillar, for each client in the program. And then as we move through the program, we have uh, group calls, so they're able to build community. And the reason why it's different is that wellness coaching, I'm, general wellness coaching is great for everybody. Nurses have this crazy life. They may work three or four 12s in a row, you know, and when a coach will tell you to sit down and, you know, eat your 45 minute lunch, I mean, that doesn't happen in nursing or, you know, exercise, you know, before you go to work in the morning. Well, they have to be there sometimes at 6.30 in the morning. And the reason I did this specifically for nurses is as a nurse, I've been there, I've done that. The way we work is that we all understand exactly where everyone's coming from in the program and understand the challenges um, and the opportunities and what we could do in that environment to improve our wellness. And we spend the first two weeks kind of slow and steady. And then we focus two weeks on each pillar. And then at the last two weeks, we kind of tap back to any areas that maybe the client struggled with. And um, then we, you know, set everyone up for success at the end. In addition, the difference with TAP is we have a TAP app, which is available on Google Play or the Apple Store. I know there's other wellness apps out there where you can get inspirational and informational information. But again, the majority of the daily messages that you will get from me are all, again, geared towards nurses and healthcare professionals. But more importantly, besides getting messages each day through the app, it's a way for each client to directly message me and communicate with me at any time. So, you know, you may not always be in front of a computer. Everybody has their phone on them. So if they're going out to dinner or they have a question or they're struggling with something with food prep or how to get in more movement, they can just mess direct message me through the app and we could communicate that way. And the one-to-one -one coaching is a similar format, but obviously much more a deeper dive. Um, and I just put out there what I what I've experienced and what others around me have experienced and have told me was helpful. It's decades of me just focusing on what can I do to make myself feel healthier? What did I do in a similar situation when I was a nurse at the bedside, when I was a manager, you know, when I was an administrator and what helped me? I feel like we all know we should take better care of ourselves, but we find it easier said than done. What wisdom can you share with nurses who are struggling with the self-care concept? How do you find your own work-life harmony? First and foremost, self-care is not an extra. It's not, you know, special. It's essential. That's number one, to know that, you know, don't feel guilty about scheduling self-care for yourself. Again, I think self-care can start when you're leaving sh your shift. I sometimes would bring like my comfy slippers or comfortable pairs of shoes. Um, and when I got in the car, you know, I would slip those on. I would put, you know, music on. That drive would be my decompression, my self-care. People who commute, you know, can, you know, read a book or find other ways to disconnect. I think trying to start that, um, disconnect or on the way home is helpful. Instead of calling their friend, talking about what how that shift went or that patient or, 
you know, and kind of just reliving it all over again um, is not helpful <laughs> for you for when you go home. And that I would discourage that. I mean, there's always time to, and there's always a need for a debrief, you know, for certain things. But I think when we can disconnect as we leave, so that we, when we get home, we've kind of already started to separate a little bit. So I create um, work-life harmony for myself in a few different ways. Um, I like to meditate uh, while I'm making my bed in the morning. I try to start my day off like that. I go through this, not a mantra, but I kind of set my tone for the day. And that's my 10 minutes of meditation when I make the bed. I try to get movement in probably four to five days a week and I schedule it and I put it in my calendar. I mean, I'll put everything in my calendar because then it's part of my day. So if I'm going to walk or go out for a walk or if I'm going to run or do a Peloton or something, it's in the calendar and the time. But it's just scheduling it and making sure somehow you get it in. And I think a good way to do that is habit stacking. Um, you know, so something that you do every day, if you know, you brush your teeth every day. So what could you do while you're in the bathroom brushing your teeth? You know, someone said they have a shower with the glass, so it steams up. So they write their word of the day, you know, on the glass in the shower, they reflect on that. So it's like doing it while you're doing something else is more likely that you'll be able to continue with that on a regular basis. It doesn't have to be an hour at once, you know, each day. It could just be moments um, throughout the day that kind of bring you back to yourself and your purpose. I love to um, be outdoors. Uh, for me, you know, self-care is just going outside. I'm an early morning person, so um, it's not uncommon to, for me to be up at 5, 5.30. It's quiet. I hit, you listen to the bird. I just love the mornings. It's like a fresh start. It's a clean slate go outside, get some natural light, stand outside for a few minutes, take a few breaths, no matter the temperature of the weather, just get that air, greet the new day, just grateful for a new day. I try to look at it that, you know, that way, got to see a new day. I have a pretty standard bedtime, which is really important. If you could schedule, you know, a fairly regular bedtime, People say that um, they have trouble falling asleep at the end of the day because they're going all day. Nurses certainly, even on their days off, you know, are, are very busy as well as everybody's so busy. And um, so, you know, take five minutes, 10 minutes before you go to bed. And um, I call it a brain dump, you know, write down all these things that are going through your head and put your thoughts to bed, right? On paper, so to speak. Um, and get them out so you don't have to worry about remembering them. Put it to bed and then go to bed. I like to read. I love listening to podcasts. Um, I love my coffee, <laughs> probably too much. Um, I try, I struggle with getting water, enough water in. I'm like many others, but um, I, I'm working on that. But I have, usually have a pretty good balance. My challenges um, with self-care are shutting off from work. I love what I do. I love working with nurses. I, I love wellness. I love everything about it. And I think there's so much that we can do to help ourselves. I really feel that there are so many things that we can do for ourselves 
that just can help us build our resilience and deal with challenges that we may be experiencing in a better way. While the healthcare system's figuring out the best that they can do for, for, for the staff. You know, it's not an excuse. That environment that they work in, they should be paid enough. They should have the resources. They should have safe patient ratios and, you know, safe staffing. But that's kind of out. I mean, we can, can, we can influence it, but it's out of our control, right? Um, that's the organization. So what can we do since we do have to show up for work? Some people have more flexibility where they can change their role a lot easier, go into different areas of nursing, and some don't have that flexibility. So if you don't, while the health system's figuring itself out, um, what can they do to you know, show up and feel better about themselves each day and stay healthy? Start to make small you know, changes each day and then consistently stick to them and then see the, the difference that it makes. It just makes you a, a better person all around, right? When we're in a better state of mind and we're uh, feeling better physically, mentally, emotionally, it's restorative. Self-care is restorative and it's so important. So this year, as we celebrate Nurses Week, um, I think it's really important for nurses to pause and reflect and um, take a moment to really focus on their self-care. Use this week and the uh, recognition of nurses this week to focus on yourself. Um, take a moment, look at your typical daily habits. Um, you can look at them through the pillars of tap, you know, with enjoy food, move more, sleep soundly, build resilience and practice self-care. Pick one thing for the week that they can do um, and try to do that one item that will help them foster self-care each day for the week of Nurses Week, and then carry that on throughout. Don't stop after uh, Nurses Week is over. Thank you for listening to A Nurse First from Sigma. If you loved this episode, do us a favor and subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It is very much appreciated. For more information about A Nurse First and Sigma, visit sigmanursing.org. Until next time.